The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs on this station. Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm not Michael Dow, and I'm joined with... <laughs> uh, I am uh, here with Stefan. YOLO. And Sue Timberlake. <laughs> yeah, our executive producer returns. My God. <laughs> From the... <laughs> this is this is like when, you know, uh, when, when a character leaves a show for two seasons and then comes back in it one of the finales. Turns out it was just a dream that you really weren't yeah, killed. That's okay. basically what we're doing right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, so. you're just like, wait. <laughs> what? Wait. <laughs> and then it fades to black exactly. after I appear. Um, no, but it, After it's someone nice to like be goes back. to the bathroom where there's a gun in the toilet. Of course, yeah. of course, <laughs> naturally. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a while, and it's nice to be able to to come back. Although Miss, Mr. Dow, we're uh, holding holding down the fort for you, yeah. so please return. Mike safe. is at a um, is at a wedding celebration uh, with family. So, um, hi, Mike. Thanks for I don't know letting Stefan in. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you're having fun. Yeah. So uh, before we get started, I just wanted to let everybody know that if you want to get in contact with us, there are a few ways you can do that. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. That's at Civil Politics FM. You can go to Facebook.com slash Civil Politics Radio uh, and follow us on there and through the show. Maybe not this show, but usually I post a bunch of links um, on there throughout the show so you can follow along. If you go to civilpoliticsradio.com, then you'll be able to listen to our show on podcasts. There are links to the podcast, uh, and uh, you can stream the shows directly from the website. The links that I post through the show are on each show page so you'll be able to follow along there as well and if you want to listen to the show on podcast uh we are on spotify we're on uh apple podcasts and google play and all sorts of stuff so we're 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 everywhere it's the empire is growing <laughs> i don't want to be space fascist <laughs> <laughs> no we leave we leave that job to to other other forces uh so let's get started on this uh what we were what there's so much going on there what really did you guys is. want to start with oh my gosh sue sue what's on your mind you've, you've been chatty I'm, <laughs> no I'm, one ever I'm, asked that no no yeah. no um, we ask that every session <laughs> no, clearly <laughs> well um well i i sort of started we were talking about a little bit but the democratic race oh and yes race in the democratic race and um sort of that whole adventure i, I mean obviously we're going to get to impeachment mm -hmm. at some time of tonight. course well certainly but can't I, ignore it i don't know if you want to start there or start with the event well, let's, with let's, biden in iowa we can <laughs> start we can start with the debate yeah yeah sure um so is that's in or two weeks is that in two uh the 20th the 20th oh, yeah okay. so that will be um friday night friday night yeah. okay that friday before christmas just what you wanted oh boy um oh boy yeah <laughs> oh wait will that interrupt our that, show that's actually i that's this is this strikes me as a bit of a buried huh. debate because that is going to be 
a night and a weekend that lots of people are either going to be traveling Christmas parties or Christmas parties. parties. You know, um, it's going to be so it strikes me. This strikes me as maybe a throwaway debate by the standards of the uh, organizers. There's still it still might be very interesting, but I don't know how many people are going to watch it. It's probably going to be one of these things. Yeah. Um, and the Friday night before Christmas, and it's you know, but uh, it, it's actually December nineteenth. Oh, December. Oh, okay. So, so Thursday. 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 Oh, okay. Good. 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 Um, it's going to that be makes more sense. hosted by PBS News Hour and Politico, and it will be aired on PBS. That's good. I like. Wow. It. I like PBS. So everybody can watch it. Yeah, that's it'll that's be really Gwen awesome. And, yeah. I don't think it'll the be Gwen Eiffel. You hope not. She's passed away. Oh, oh, excuse me. Oh, did you mean Gwen Eiffel? Jesus, that was a while ago, right? No, who I'm thinking of? Who am I thinking of? Somebody else. Um, Doesn't matter. But anyways, PBS does a good job, and not Judy um, Woodruff. No, no, no. She's no no Gwen Eiffel. No, 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 no. I did that a little bit when we were talking about um, John Lewis, and I mixed him up with um, uh, Clyburn. Oh, okay. Yeah, well. and I felt very bad about it. And John, are you very polite to me? Even yeah, like being a stupid white person. <laughs> Hashtag just white people. Used things. to it. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, that was that was bad. But yeah, no, she passed away. But well, God, what a great reporter. I mean, she was. I, that's really the thing. I, for some reason, I I have a I have an awareness of her still being around because I think she just had a big footprint in terms of. Well, and, and I think a lot of people are trying to sort of you know she mentored a lot of lot right. of reporters and some of them are um, those. Uh, Cinda, I can't think of her name. Cinda, she's she's coming along, and I can't think of her name. She's always on the um, right PBS. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot I of good reporters. I can't think of her last we... name. It's a little different. So, but yeah, a lot of people who were sort of mentored by Gwen Ifill and are just yeah. unbelievable reporters. Well, and, and it's PB, you know PBS is sort of still holds the banner for um, public tele you know public television such as it is and. I think it's you know totally appropriate. I would like, I mean, I would like to see us move more towards, uh, you know, kind of having all of the debates done under public, not you know, moving away from cable. But mm-hmm. I know that's a pipe dream, and you know, cable yeah. basically owns the uh, the presidential races. But yeah. Anyways, um, we're. I mean, the the real issue is who's going to actually make it into yeah. the debate because oh. we're getting to the culling stage. We are. Uh, we're about six days away. Um, from the deadline to meet all the requirements, I just want to say that the debate will be December nineteenth at eight. Mm. So, okay. oh, it's um, early. Yeah, it's it's earlier. I don't know how long it's going to be. We might have another three hour, which I'm not. How many too folks up are about. making it? Because sometimes that made it go more than two. Currently, uh, we have um, seven, six, six seven, seven. Six. Uh, we have Biden, Buttigieg. That's two. Klobuchar. Three, Sanders, Steyer, Warren. For is that six? Or s- oh, sounds like someone's missing. Yeah. Uh, um, Gabbard, Harris, Harris. Oh, cool. I, I kept, I, I oh, kept but she's her. not. Yeah, but, but she's she's, she's dropped. dropped out. So that's six. Uh, the thing is that Gabbard and Yang are incredibly close. Really, they need mm-hmm. one more poll because the the, the requirements are. Uh, you have to have over 200,000 donors, which a lot of people just made. Steyer, Steyer almost didn't make that. He had 166,000 uh, 166, last week. He just made it on the third. So, <laughs> And you need uh, four polls of the 
approved democratic the the dnc approved list of polling you need four polls from from those from that group over four percent uh or oh wait trump just qualified (gasps) oh no sorry (laughs) or i mean if he wants to be on the if he wants to run on the democratic ticket i would not put it past him to be honest (laughs) why not you know um my guy weld he he's not getting close he's he's got nothing so yeah he's yeah. well does a republican he's got nothing, for those yeah. of you at home that don't know that i'm being keeping score puckish. barely um so uh and the other thing is you can have two polls over six percent if those polls are in early voting states and actually gabbard got over six percent in new hampshire she mm. got six percent in new hampshire oh that's interesting uh, so She's got They're very military in New Hampshire. It's very interesting. Really? There's, yeah, it's a it's sort of a place where people often retire to. Well, she's kind of Gabbard. She she's she's sort of not. There's kind of a um a middle tier that's developed. Oh, and Yang Gabbard, um, Buttigieg used to be there, although he's mo- basically moving up into into the front yeah. runners race at this point. He's at the head but of the of the middle Where's pack, Cory Booker? Is he in the middle or not? Yeah, Cory oh, Booker's down. Yeah. I so mean, he's it, in the lowest tier. He's sort of all debate. but, you know, all but sputtered unfortunately. But which surprised I I I thought he would make a little more impact in the race, I did but too. I don't I think it this was an example of too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. There was nothing really that he offered that other candidates weren't offering. Um but Gabbard's interesting because she has kind of positioned herself I would argue even more than Bernie Sanders as being the iconoclast and really, and she also has positioned herself as a heavy and like um, kind of anti war in the old school um, in terms of being very critical of, um, you know, sort of military engagements overseas. Kind of a dove in the in a way that we don't uh, see as much. In the I would not Party. call her a dove. Yeah, but the, her position no, but is. This, this is the thing. Her her background is military. Yeah, I but know. her outlook on foreign engagements and like and foreign and sort of American. Um, yeah, get rid of the regime change wars. Yeah, that's that. that, is, that thank that you. I was trying to remember like, the the term she yeah, was using. She and wants this to get like, rid of. Yeah, sorry. What were you gonna say? Um, yeah, and the, and and. She's been hammering that point, and it's interesting because foreign policy has not been a serious, like a really salient part of the kind of democratic intra-party um, political jockeying in the last few years. I mean, there's a, when you compare it to the the place that the Iraq War and a lot and other engage and the Vietnam War before that held um, generationally, it seems like that's actually. She, there's a gap that's that to be filled there, and Obama the problem is Gabbard's up. such a marginal candidate; she can't well, really do she, anything on her own. The but. thing, the thing about Gabbard is she really doesn't like regime, like endless wars. Mm-hmm. But really, if you listen to a lot of her, um, a lot of her positions, it's more about she doesn't want to send soldiers into she wars. To support the soldiers, but not send them into foreign. She, she's yeah. not really worried about the war as much as the people in the war. The so the the American soldiers in the war. So that's it's not a fair enough. <clears throat> she's not really talking about regime regime change wars as a bad thing. Like morally, uh, she's she's more concerned about the human like the the so the American soldiers' the lives to huh. our um, guys. specifically the American soldiers' lives because if there is another engagement that has to be done, she'll probably do that. She just doesn't want right. endless wars. 
She well, likes that, wars yeah. that have she likes wars that have a purpose. That's that's what so I wouldn't call her a dove. She just doesn't well, want I have to wars. say, I think even even taking that stance puts her on the dovish side of where the Democratic Party's at because oh God, the Democratic Party is so much more hawkish well, than it has been. Had those positions. In, he was he was well, you know say kind of thing. Right. Give them lots of money. Give them everything they need, and only use them if yeah. you have to. Yeah, and I think McCain comes out of a similar. The, the thing is, you often find that it's actually people who come out of the military who take a pragmatic stance about they've seen military it, interventions yeah. because you know not always, but there is a strain of sort of. Well, they know. Um, yeah, because they, they have experience, yeah. and they they see the costs and the strain that it places on the U.S. military to act to be embroiled in these yeah. in these long running open ended engagements. But that makes so, sense to me that New Hampshire would um, be just looking at her, not necessarily right. Yeah, just just paying attention to her. I heard somebody today say that Obama was successful because he was the anti war candidate. And what? I thought that was very interesting. <laughs> I had forgotten that one of his big he differences could, well, back in two thousand eight, yeah. he kind of positioned himself that way yep. because he it, had voted the Iraq, Iraq war vote. I mean, when because, he was running, I guess yeah. right. But, but no, that's, that's certainly since then not at all. I well, mean, Lord, been, no drone, you know. drone strikes and yeah, no. Yeah. I, but no. it was interesting because this person was saying <laughs> the argument was that he had differentiated himself. That he was one of the few Democrats that had not voted for the Iraq. But this also shows how hard it's been for the Democratic Party to find a consistent party mainstream position on foreign policy and foreign engagement. Because somebody like Obama came in and, and, and seemed like he would promise to break away from, you know, this sort of... Um, you know the pro Iraq war. Well, was that wing, award he will. got like the but, a month after he'd been in office? Oh, he got the the Nobel, Nobel Peace, Peace Prize, Prize for not oh being my George God, Bush. Don't remind me of that. <laughs> God, he got even some, he was yeah. embarrassed by that. It was yeah. really embarrassing, to be honest. Yeah. Um, See that? I mean, are they gonna? Can you imagine? What are they gonna do if if <laughs> if, if if a Democratic candidate wins against Trump, who's if arguably makes George W. Bush in the international world look beloved. Uh, like, what are they going to do for this person? Yeah. Like, they, they already pulled the Nobel card. Like, again. Do it again. They'll just, they'll just give one to him. <laughs> this is uh, do it again. This is, this is like clown clown territory. Oh, but, um, um, it's I do want to, like, the what you were saying about the, the democratic approach to, to foreign policy. Mm. I think this, this race is like last, the 2016 actually had like more foreign, foreign policy. So, yeah. uh, especially since we had a secretary of state running, but this election, since we've had four years of someone that was so, de so dependent and focused on domestic policy and, mm. and wreaked havoc on our domestic policy, like in some ways more so than our foreign policy. Yeah. Because he kind of stayed the course on our foreign policy, like especially military. Well, he's not interested. He's stuff. really not interested. Yeah, he doesn't really care. Yeah, the tariffs and the sort of that positioning actually damaged our domestic. Oh, totally. I'm yeah. not saying right. that she, he didn't damage I it. heard a number um, the last three or four days that there's there's more money that just has gone to the farmers. I forget. I have the number somewhere here. Yeah. Okay. Then we used to bail out the car companies. Oh, yeah. That's, that like, was yeah, three yeah. billion like versus yeah. one the billion. The farm so bill it was is four a billion. powerful thing. Yeah. Because the, who? what's the first state to vote? Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. Guess what they grow in Iowa? Yeah. A lot of things. Soybeans. <laughs> <So> farmers are huge. <laughs> yeah. So everyone's got a lot. No, yeah. You're not going to get far. As, as, as long as we have the primary and the current configuration is, the farm bill is going to remain 
Yeah. Um, well, a, and this was the payouts for the to make up for the tariffs. The people that had all the soybeans mm-hmm. in their um, fields and in their right. Um, I forget what those are called. Where you store your yeah, soybeans silos. Silos. Something. But yeah, so that's they said that there's been more bailout money so far, and well, it's, right. they're running yeah. out of money. So now. Either they'll probably vote well, some more money in this continuing resolution, or who knows? Well, Trump is cer- certainly going to be looking at these states where he, you know, he was sixteen billion, sixteen billion, sixteen billion. Yeah, in so. in Ju- that was as of July. Yeah, yeah, and the car companies—I forget what it was, but it was half of that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's, and it's like, hmm. well, this is kind <laughs> of you know he's he's realizing that he has to. He has these are the people he's going to have to appease. Pay to pay to wins. play, I think we call it. Yeah, right. <laughs> to win re-election, and he's got to he's got to be able to at least stanch the bleeding until you know after November of this of next year. I do but, believe that most farmers were the people actually work the land, not the corporate farmers, but the people who actually work in the farms. I think they much rather grow and sell than get a oh, I think government so. payment. You know, yeah, just... but but farming the problem. This is the problem. Far, like so many other industries, farming has transformed from one of you know small to medium sized landowners who are directly working the land, or at least are within a, a degree or two of it, to being ag- industrial. You know, international agribusiness with satellite that, controlled tractors. And... Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's 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 become mechanized and it's become something that I don't think really has the. It still has a constituency, but it's not the same as what it was. And it's you know, and it's much more. You know, a lot of these subsidies are probably going to end up going to big the big companies that are running these. You know, in many cases running large parts of states just based on land area. But, you know, I mean, that's we could go into farm yeah. and industrial policy. I was going to, I mean, I, this is something that Sue knows a lot about. <laughs> well, and it was just the number, just the comparison of GM, which mm-hmm. they just, all the people came back from strike, too, I think. Yeah, they just And, and their numbers went into the job numbers, 49,000, which is why the Yeah, the we have apparently so the lowest yes. unemployment of the last 50, 50 years, years right now. Good to know. So wait, yeah. fifty from two thousand and nineteen is that the seventies? <laughs> well, this is. I think they're. I, I. They're still also using the, the the unemployment metric that is used. I always have to mention this is. They changed it at one point, didn't it's, they, or something? Well, there there's multiple ones you can use. The my my favorite I think is called the U six. Which the problem is our unemployment rate. The one that is cited, uh, maybe it's the U three. Uh, I have to double check, but it basically. If you if if you're unemployed for a certain amount of time, you fall and out. you you fall off the list because it's it's assumed they say you're not looking for work, um, and it also of course it also doesn't count underemployment people who've gone from full time to part time. That would but, be me. Yeah. But yeah, but are still you know but but aren't on a retirement basis and are yeah. still fully in the workforce. So I think. You know, I always caution, look, you know, take unemployment numbers with a grain of salt because it doesn't necessarily tell you about the underlying health of the workforce. You or know, the we wage, still wages have gone up a little bit, three point one percent. A little bit, yeah, yeah. But I'm, you know, wage, wage, and wages. And some of that's just because there's a lot of things. I mean, there are a lot of jobs. They're just yeah. low, low wage jobs. Right, and and a lot of that is also helped by minimum wage increases that have actually oh, been going right. in yeah, in fact that's this state it, it that's a lot a of it dollar went from eight to 12 in four years over, over yeah. yeah a dollar a year for four and years. other states are doing that now because it's be it's yeah. you know the higher 
co- cost of living and prices get, the easier of a political sell that is to you know, especially when the minute when the federal minimum wage is stuck at like seven twenty five or something, which is ungodly yeah, friend is low just twenty five. Yeah. yeah, and guess what? Where the wage is seven twenty five in New England. Uh, New Hampshire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well for done. Your die. Yeah. I, a friend of mine hungry. who who just uh, moved down from there said the 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 minimum is what course. here. I, I, you, <laughs> yeah. They don't. If you give yeah. me, you, you didn't have to give me a clue for that one. But um, yeah. But so th- there's a better, a good, another um, way to look at the workforce is workforce participation rates, which takes in adults who uh, who of of adults who are working age and can work. How many of them are working? And that's actually been creeping down. Um, I'll have to look at the numbers, but it's, it's. I think in the last ten or twenty years, certainly since two thousand eight, since the re- the Great Recession, a lot of people fell out it, of the it, workforce. Yeah. A lot of people fell out and did not get back in, or at least the same. You know, the same people. They did not get back in at the same rate um, that they had been yeah. previously. So the number I have is about sixty three percent. I think that yeah, that's right, and that's a that. I think that was a that may have been a low or close to it, you know, compared because I think it at the height of you know the post war era it was you know more like it was much 80, higher, 80-ish, yeah, something seventy something. I'll have to I'll have to check, but I mean it was it was there was a significant fall. So, anyways, you know, I mean we'll have it's still an, a low unemployment numbers look good, high stock market numbers look good. This is probably something that I think you know is. I don't want to prognosticate, but re-election campaigns for presidents, when a strong, when an economy is perceived to be strong, tend to go well. So, yeah. you know, gird, gird your loins, liberals. Um, it's going to be here's, a long one. Here's a small factoid: happened today or yesterday. OPEC voted to uh, reduce production. Oh. Was it six hundred thousand barrels oh, God, a day? Really? Yeah, they want to drive the price up. Oh, of course. So if they do that, and the price of oil goes up, and the price of gas goes up. Mm-hmm. People that, will feel that. That's true. Yeah, and OPEC doesn't care what Trump thinks at this point. So right, right. Because the Bushes used to work with them to try and get it low towards the end of their yeah, yeah. Sort, <laughs> you know, so course. it would be you know, gas is the lowest it's been. Reelect me. So we were talking about the debate a yes. little bit <laughs> yeah, ago, yeah. Um, and I think one of the things that we wanted to touch on is since Kamala Harris is right. out of the race, uh, that's the, too bad. That's really too bad. Is it though? Well, her campaign was mismanaged. Yeah. For one thing, she put he her her sister was put in charge. Oh, Basically, I heard that. she had a bi-coastal campaign. She had one campaign headquarters in Baltimore and one in California. And my understanding is that they fought. <laughs> first of all, the Baltimore side had a lot of uh, her sister was put in par- in charge of the ca- California side, I believe, oh. which like as as in any other like business don't put your family in key roles <laughs> because nobody will want to say no to them Trump and Jr., you won't be able to say Ivanka, no to them. After, you know. Shall I go on? Well, Don oh, Jr. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's a really good example of what not to do. Exactly. Well, yeah. for this exact reason. Okay, yeah. and you guys are going to stone me. What? Biden. <laughs> I, I think know. it was terrible. I know. Is Biden, know. is his... Son, like, or it, does he have family on his ele- re-election campaign? Is that what you're saying? No, I was talking about his son. Being oh, Burisma. about Burisma. <laughs> yeah. Burisma. I mean, that was a dumb thing for him to do. Yes, it was. We all agree. I mean, that's 
that's not right. questioned at all. I mean, by Biden. Yeah. Kind of does, but, uh, Sorry, but, but I just, you know, yeah. since I'm the Republican, I had to bring it up. That's no, I'm going to talk about um, okay, Benghazi. Like, no, oh, just my God. Benghazi. <laughs> 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 oh, talk, about, oh. talk about hearings that were held without input from the other side. Jeez, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. So Kamala Harris is out. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry. And, <laughs> sorry. Um, and uh, that means, and all and we did list off the, the candidates that are in, and they are all white. Yeah, Julian um, Castro didn't make it either. Oh, he's no. nowhere close. No. He doesn't have any polls above three percent. Really? Yeah, he's he is, and he doesn't have enough donors either. His he's kind of he's kind of dead in the water, just like Booker. Booker has enough donors, but he doesn't have the polls at all whatsoever. Um, the only t- the brown people that might make it in is is uh, Gabbard and Yang. So. It's good. It would be good to have some brown people on there. The thing is that maybe uh, you could get Nikki Haley to. I'm just kidding. Good God, <laughs> you and Nikki Haley. Good God. Yeah, no, no you're right. And and the top <laughs> tier is entirely white. Yes, I they mean, are. That's yeah. the thing. The the four. I I would at this point my top tier is Biden, Sanders. Not in terms of my preference, but like who's got the best shot? Biden, Sanders, Warren, and Buttigieg. And Warren that's a has really been polling higher than Sanders consistently over the past few months. Who? Warren has been polling higher than she Sanders. She was. Now she's down she below. She came down again. a little bit. I think, really? In yeah, the last if, week. If you look at, if you look at, she peaked in looking at October. I look at. I'm using Real Clear Politics because for some reason 538 isn't doing their chart. She peaked. 538 is kind of. Yeah. Well, that's there's other problems there. But she she was close to Bi- Biden back in October nationally. Yeah. And. On, it looks looks to me like actually Buttigieg seems to Took be gaining stuff. at the same time Buttigieg where she has actually 10%. been dipping yeah. over the last. When I looked few at weeks. it, I thought she you know she lost nine and he gained nine or something. I you mean, know, it was, you yeah, know, and, yeah. and you you always got to be careful. Correlation yeah. doesn't equal causation, but there's a there seem to be, and honestly, I, I know a lot of a lot of Warren voters seem to be Warren Buttigieg, like trying yeah. to choose between them, which is really? interesting to me because I think politically. They position them. She's positioned herself to his left, and he's and he has kind of positioned himself. All, there's a geographic difference. He's kind of positioned himself as a heartland candidate, yeah. and she is, of course, very much not. Well, in Facebook, um, he's the she comes he's the Oklahoma, Facebook or, um, choice, right? He's, he's the Facebook kidding. choice. He's positioning himself to take. Oh, Biden's. you didn't hear that Zuckerberg is helping him. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, they were in like there was some oh. shot where they were hanging out in a car together or something. Yeah, which was like, friends. Why did you put out? Why did you put that out? They're friends. Yeah, they went to school together. I mean, he he's he's really me. positioning yeah. himself as a centrist, like right. not a liberal, not a progressive. He is he is he is trying to be young Biden. That's I was going to say yeah. uh, young Bill Clinton. I mean, that's the same thing. Yeah, right. But but in that mold, yeah, of being sort of a, you but know, more broad sophisticated. Appeal. Biden Biden's not that quick on sort of issues and I'll well, take no, words. That's the Clinton thing. Clinton would move if he saw that he'd move oh, before. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think Buttigieg has got some real political skills. So I don't. Yeah, this is. I have to say, and this, he's a young. This field is. Right? He is. He's like thirty-seven or something. I mean, yeah. 30, thirty-seven. Yeah. 30, yeah. I mean, really young. I mean, How? that's just over the cutoff. Thirty-five is the cutoff. So. Uh, how old is Klobuchar? I can't. I can't tell people's age anymore. Uh, is she forty something, fifty something? I don't know. It, it, She's not seventy something. She I doesn't know that. strike me as being particularly young, but she's certainly not old, and yeah. not not nearly as old as as um, the you know. top tier. That's the other thing. Other than Buttigieg, Sanders, Warren, Biden, 
over seventy. Long in the tooth. Yeah, every, long in the every tooth. One she of is fifty nine. Oh, she's older than okay. I thought. Well, she's she's, she's, she's uh, youthful. Yeah, she's youthful fifty nine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and, I mean, and Warren looks very energetic when you watch her. You would not think yeah. she was a seventy year old. No, zooming around the stage. No, I, Warren and Sanders, I think both have Biden shows his age physically. Yeah. Oh, and his uh, language. Yeah, and his and his. <laughs> I mean, that's that for me has really, even compared to his, you know, public appearances in the Obama administration, it seems to me like there's been. Uh, you know, I don't want to do lost a half armchair a psychologist, but I, I, there seems to be some downhill yeah. movement in terms Did of his acuity. Did you see his campaign um, started to talk about the fact that he had a stutter when he was a kid? Yes. And they were kind of trying to merge those two yeah. issues. We've been talking about that for a while. Yeah, but that it was, was part of his last campaign, actually. Yeah, but it was it's sort of that you know it's not that he's making mistakes; it's that he's covering for a stutter. I don't believe it. I find him a little slow on the uptake. He is slow, but he did have a stutter. Yes. Uh, yeah, so I, th- I think uh, when when he does that, I, I, you know, like I don't really. But when he called the, the guy Jack that attacked him. And well, wanted, that's the thing. Like, wanted right. to do push-ups. That's not a stutter. That's just him being a jerk. And he yeah. couldn't like, he called Stacey Abrams somebody else or something, or like couldn't remember. Uh, when I feel, I think, no, just kidding. Uh, just teasing. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, on that, on that, I think we're going to take a break. Um, and you're, Sorry, step on. <laughs> you're listening to Civil Politics on Valley Free Radio. We're just going to put a little, uh, some, uh, some promos and some what does Mike say? Some promos and some keep the FCC s- happy. Keep the FCC happy. I I got I don't have a script, but <laughs> uh, we will be right back. Don't go away. For all the best in Americana, check out Roots and More Tuesday morning from seven to nine. From blues, folk, and rock to Cajun, Zydeco, and alternative country, Roots and More brings you emerging artists, new releases, and older favorites. Tune in Tuesday morning from seven to nine on Valley Free Radio. The Lily Library is filled with adventure and wonder for kids and adults of all ages. Lily Library in downtown Florence lends books and movies to everyone. They offer free parking, free Wi-Fi, and two-hour sessions on internet-connected computers. They also offer extensive programs for children, including story hours, clubs, and activities for teens, as well as adult programs. The library is open Tuesday and Thursday evenings, Saturdays and Sundays. Find out more at lilylibrary.org. What did they just say? If you often find yourself asking that, you may benefit from the new audio-enhancing technology available at the Forbes Library in Northampton. Designed to work with or without a hearing aid, the new and improved audio-visual systems in our meeting rooms, along with countertop loop systems at our service desks, are some of the new technology the library now has. With federal funds provided by the Institute of Museum and Library Services and administered by the Massachusetts Board of Library Commissioners. You'll now find hearing the librarian and guest lecturers a whole lot easier. Call 413-587-1017 or email info at ForbesLibrary.org to find out more.
Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. Join me, DJ Vinyl Scratch, on the warm heart of Africa. From Cape Town to the Congo, Marrakesh to Mogadishu, and to the New World and beyond, we explore the best in pop music from Africa and the Afro diaspora all across the globe. Once again, that's 7 to 9 p.m. every Wednesday, only on Valley Free Radio. My name is Amanda Messer. I'm 17 years old, and I'm a student from Turner's Falls High School. Billboard bodies. Does anybody really look like that? Someone could be flipping through a magazine, looking at that pretty girl or that buffed-out guy, then go gag themselves. We need to love our looks for what they are, other than what people say they need to be. People can have beauty no matter what they look like. Beauty only comes from the, from the heart, soul, and mind. Most magazines emphasize the outside when it's the inside that really matters. And change in society would be most ideal for everyone. And we're back with Civil Politics on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM in Northampton, Massachusetts. Every time I start saying that, I have to go all the way through the end. <laughs> it's it like carbon uh, comes sail away. Legal ID, right? Well, <laughs> I don't have to do a legal ID right. right now. I could just say welcome back to Civil Politics on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM in Northampton, Massachusetts. So, Sue <laughs> and Stefan yes, is here. I am. Out of the mist. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll disappear just like that again. We'll just, just see him. In a, a, I know. <laughs> he'll disappear in a puff of logic. Yeah. Like a, the Groundhog Groundhog Day or something. Rank, so. Somebody will say rank choice voting rank and choice, you'll be yeah, gone. Yeah, oh, God. Like, like, you'll hear <laughs> rank, rank choice voting. We'll just. <laughs> we hear the door close and he'll be gone. Like, like a fog will come out of the West and you'll just hear hoofbeats. You don't know why, but there's, somehow they're there. Just. We'll we'll mention it next week and he, and then we just heard and then the Kool Aid I am the Kool Aid man bursting through the wall. boom oh yeah yeah <laughs> um so we were we just wanted okay. to, to wrap up the the the, the democratic democratic um, field mm, uh, we uh, were mentioning that Kamala was out uh, we had a lot of old white people uh, on the stage um in and in, uh, not including Bloomberg. But Bloomberg's yeah, in, the race. Bloomberg in the race. In the race, it's forty million. Did he drop last week? Yeah, yeah. Like that? And he's ready to drop like another hundred twenty. Apparently, something. in Iowa, like every other commercial is a Bloomberg commercial. You know, people yeah, hate that. Actually, that bothers them. Oh, I'm sure. Them. Can you imagine living in Iowa or New Hampshire right now and being at all in a media like? It's yeah. got to be unreal. Thank God for Netflix. You can't go to a diner without like <laughs> yeah. a presidential candidate being there. Like, hey, I want some pie. It's like, no, no, I don't want to talk to another. I just want day. lunch. <laughs> Can we just? <sighs> oh, and there's still so many of them. <laughs> yeah. A, what is I? Was I mean, two months away. Uh, February something. Yeah, I think it's very early. They're slightly it's later than March. they usually are. Oh, is it March? It's that late, really? I believe for the first two. Okay, I'll double check. God, I hope um, I don't have to wait that long. No, March is Super Tuesday. Yeah, that's March right. That's 3rd, right. March it's uh, it's February. Yeah, it's February, February, like for February 9th or it's the beginning of February that they kick off. They should do Groundhog's Day. That'd be perfect. yeah, that's right. <laughs> Horrifying. Uh, but so we wanted to, uh, you guys mentioned Bloomberg, and then yeah. I said I'd go off on Bloomberg, yes, and then you do. wanted me to do that. Okay, do it. So Bloomberg is horrible. <laughs> What's um, the matter with yeah. Kansas? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, there is stop and frisk, which right. he just apologized for. And he liked it when he was had it. Oh, he was, was his policy. all about it. He apologized now because he's running for president. Uh, his tax on, on soft drinks. 
Oh, I love yeah. that. The big gulp. You couldn't you couldn't <laughs> get a big cup anymore. The thing, they banned I mean, them, right? Didn't they ban them? No, they uh they 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 ta- Oh actually. no, I think they did ban them. They, they the banned them a certain size and then they taxed they, taxed they did like a sugar yeah, tax or something like that. The, I mean, we can go into that Patriarchy but like, is fun. It's it, I, or I'm not I'm not right? totally against a nanny state, but like really taxing taxing De- that that starting there is, just speaks volumes. I mean, about if you I mean it did it did reduce obesity. But at what cost? The tax. That's the Did cost. Did it actually reduce obesity? Yeah. In the city during that time. But I bet it's up again because I don't think the tax is still there. But the thing is that you're taxing the, the people that hurt the most. Right. It's, it's, a poor, it's a poor tax. Yeah, it's honest. a poor tax. Well, a lot of people eat a lot of sugar and fat because it's a cheap calorie. If you don't have a right. lot of money, a $1.49 yeah. cal- candy bar will give you like, 200 calories. Yeah. There mean, are food deserts right. and in New f- York. And it's effective if you're starving. Yeah. There are food deserts it's in New York. For you, but there it's are effective. it's cheap to to drink. Yeah. There are sodas everywhere like in schools and stuff. Like that you can't you can't just say I want to reduce I want to make everybody healthy because he literally said that. He said sometimes you have to you have to help people, like taxing people, to help them be better. Oh yeah, and he said that recently again. He said didn't that like he? either this year or last year, but yeah. it was it was relatively recently, and like stuff stuff like that. And the thing that really really gets me about Bloomberg is that he said he's entering the race because he doesn't like the candidates that are running. What? Uh, <laughs> I thought the people got to decide that. Oh hey. <laughs> And it's he's such a late just, stage. Like. And the and plus he's skipping. He's basically skipping the uh, the early states. He's going right. all in on Super Tuesday. So he's the the I think biggest going to get a wake up call. Oh God, I hope so. <laughs> I think so. But the I thing don't is that like him, he's right. a billionaire. I think more than Stare. Yeah. But I'm yeah. not sure. But they're both billionaires. But Stayer yeah. actually was is like trying. But he just waltzes in because he personally has decided right. that he doesn't like who's the way running. it's going. And Sounds kind of Trump like actually. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> and the, the New York values. <laughs> and the oh, oh Sorry. no, no, this so is coded. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, but this is actual New York values. I yeah. have to say, I the. Uh, if I can talk about, if I could just As dump on New York City. Wait, a we usually bit. dump on Florida. What's going on here? Well, <laughs> the, the, the first of all, I, I know Giuliani live. gets a lot of credit for sort of um, ramping up inequality in New York, and and he should get credit for that. But Jul- um, Bloomberg has at least as much over his 12 year period in as mayor of new york yeah inequality he failed to do he 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 (laughs) literally i think once point said like he basically just doesn't care about affordable housing yeah it's just not he didn't see it as his job giuliani Um, didn't do a lot he was just actually there and he took credit for a lot yeah well that's the thing he didn't freak out during 9-11 he didn't like have his hair on fire 9-11 that's that's what basically what he did and well, he got rid of the mob too. He was quite a prosecutor oh. in his youth. No, no, I'm saying as mayor. Oh, okay. But yeah, because New- he had quite a career before he was mayor. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, totally. Anyway, yeah. But, but he doesn't York seem City to be the same person anymore. Has become this sort of like Manhattan is just one big pile of money at this point. Yeah. Outside of you know they haven't quite finished uh, gentrifying the Heights yet, but that's about it. You know, and it's I'm tired of this kind of. I I think as a city. 
I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this, but I don't care. <laughs> but New York I'm City listening. is trading on its legacy of being a genuinely multicultural, genuine, which it still is, but, but it's a genuinely um, di- diverse in terms of class and in terms of experience, like melting pot of a city. And the political culture of the city and what it's what we're getting out in terms of the political class is not reflecting that. We're getting billionaires and we're getting basically big money donors. Real estate. Yeah, and and incredibly and yeah, basically rampant financial and real estate sector um, agglomerations of money that to go completely unchallenged. And this is this is a city that everyone else red states talk about New York City like it's some sort of, you know, communist hellhole. Or something, yeah. It's the most capitalist city that we've got. Yeah. I mean, it's just, if you want to look at rapacious capitalism that is almost untrammeled, just look at New York City. And I have to say, I think it's, I think that's why we get people like Bloomberg as avatars of, you know, New York in the 21st century. Yeah. It's just, so I don't, I don't know where I'm going with this, but <laughs> it irritates me because New York City is, sorry, LA, New York City is still the number one American city. When you say it, the city. People think of New York like right. I'm going to the city. Or it's, even if you say New York, they don't yeah. think it's the state. They think yeah. you mean Manhattan. And people from around the world, when they yeah. think of an American city, they're going to think of New York first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just bothers well, me that Ellis it's becoming. Well, Ellis Island is there, and some of those things. Yeah. That, there's reasons for. It. I always look to see where the music's coming from in a country to see where yeah. the diversity. And That's the, a good point, actually. Yeah, and it's not coming from New York anymore. <laughs> not as no. well, not as much. And it's, I mean, it's just culturally, it's not on the vanguard. I don't think in the same way. And it, a lot of it is because it's people are just getting priced out and and a lot of people who the the black population of new york city is declining because black people are actually moving south again yeah because you can't first you can't of all afford you can't it. afford to live there <laughs> and it's like you know it, it, the, a lot of those old racial hostilities are still there so you know neighborhood yeah. by neighborhood i mean look at crown heights in brooklyn I mean, but, so, you know, I could go on about. Yeah, that. Yeah, I but, mean that's the thing. Like, know. but like, yeah, Bloomberg sucks. So uh, yeah. he should be <laughs> long he, way to say. But Bloomberg I mean, sucks. he should be running as a Republican, right? He, he, oh no, he shouldn't. Oh, totally. Yeah. No, I no, should, no, I think no, he no, 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 no. No, he was a Republican. You don't get to run away from him like that, Sue. Yeah, yeah. He's been everything. Yeah. He's been he's that's, been everything. And that's Trump what I'm was saying. a Democrat. And Warren, Warren was a Republican, so it was right. Clinton. Oh, oh. Right. <laughs> I know, okay. I know. That the, the difference between Bloomberg, Warren, and Trump are two of them did not care where they were. Trump is not a Republican. He is a Trump. That's it. He's not. <laughs> yeah. He he ran he under Trumpster. the Republican yeah. because that that is where he could. That's where he could. If he, he looked run... at the field and said, "That's where I should exactly. go," and Bloomberg just did the same thing. Exactly. Right. That's yeah. the thing. Like it, Bloomberg was a Republican, then he was a Democrat, then he was a dependent. He's just he just goes where wherever uh, he needs to be. Warren was a Republican because she grew up in Oklahoma. And then I know they keep saying she's a New Englander. It's like no, she's not. Well, now she is. We take we took her. Yeah, but the, well, the thing is that she she um when she started researching um uh, economics and, and bankruptcies and everything, and, yeah. that is when she was like, oh, Republicanism. I just sucks. finished her biography, by the way. It's very yeah. good. I was listening to uh, this podcast, Worst Year Ever. You should listen to it, Stefan. You'd love uh, it. I'll take a um, look. And they're they've they're going through like a deep dive in her history, and the thing is that she is one of the one of the people that we on the left really want someone that has evolved 
to, to away, sorry, Sue, away from the GOP. Okay. Um, and in, in terms of uh, classism and in terms of the economics of the... And how you fix it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and she's really good on how you actually fix it. She's a numbers person. She's yeah. a wonk. And the yeah. thing is that when we talk about... Th- this is something that always gets me. That That's why I'm on this. But because when you have someone that has changed from just a straight up Republican just because that's the way they were raised and everything and they start thinking about the policies and then they say... This isn't for me, and Tulsi I want Gabbard to. Tulsi Gabbard did that <laughs> with her religious background, right? I mean, that's her argument. I no, but really, you make a good not, point, John. She's not. She's not out of that. Oh, she's not. Okay, she's, I don't believe. So it. you don't believe her, but Warren, you believe. Yeah, because she's shown that, and because that's the, where her work has been. That's where she is. She has spent her life in terms of researching and and teaching. Um, in a in a very one apolitical way her teaching is very apolitical but the second thing is when she learned a, when she did this research for this book about where bankruptcies come from how uh where <laughs> bankruptcies come from where uh where people why people go into debt she said this th- the way that the GOP is running things is not f- is not correct in my view and that's when she changed so when we talk about those people, people like that, we want people like that because they think about what's going on and then they change and they stay there because they've evolved in their opinion. Mm-hmm. We want people to evolve in their opinion. We want people to be uh, to be more elastic in their in their views because right and evolution is important yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, analytical that's, I mean, critical thinking yeah you know. when people from the bernie camp say oh she was a republican bernie's been a democrat the whole time yeah actually he hasn't he's been in the independent social well yeah media. i mean no i know what you meant. He, she, yeah. he's been in the progressive movement for his entire life that's true uh but you also like i really respect people that have looked at their lives and looked at their because i'm like that like I've, mm-hmm. I call myself a centrist, and now I'm way more left than I was when I was younger, and I think that's, I think that is an important thing to accept from people. Like right. If you change and you truly believe that you've changed, and it's not because of any political thing, it's we should, expedient. we should want that. That should be, that, yeah. that's laudable, you know. And you can't. You can't track people by political parties because we only have two of them. They switch places every few decades exactly. anyways. it's You can't just look at somebody and say, oh, they were a registered Democrat. They were a registered Republican. That tells you everything you need to know about them. You have to look at people's moral moral and ethical and consistency of worldview over time. You have to talk exactly. to you know? them. You have to talk to them. Like, Sue, yeah. you just say someone to, you just tell a random person you're you're a Republican. Oh, and they get out the crossbow. Well, the, <laughs> I mean, the thing is that, like... Chase me up the street. What Republican <laughs> is really going for smaller government and and less taxes on on, on the, and on the middle class? And and single or uh, gun Pro registration. Yeah. A lot of Republicans, but you'll never hear from you them. You never hear from it, and that's yeah. the thing. Like you can't yeah. say. And even if they, even if they believe that stuff, and they're still supporting the, the GOP, like uh, like I platform. Do. Well, the major platform, they're still supporting that platform, even if mm. they. Yeah. So they don't like you speak about it. You speak yeah. about how, you, but they don't say anything. For the most part, I so think people, most people are afraid. I've discovered it seems. Well, At that's least that's sad. what's happened in my party. Well, I it's lesser evil too. I mean, how many people voted for 
uh, how many people voted for Hillary Clinton who are not fans of Hillary Clinton? I did last election. Yeah. Because we, we, what are we going to do? Vote for Trump? So if like, it's Trump and Bloomberg, a lot of that happens in reverse. Bloomberg. Yeah, you'll go for. Well, but you, will yeah, you vote? I mean, I mean, that's is, the question: Will you come out and vote? The, the th- I was actually talking to someone about the Trump versus Bloomberg, and he was saying that he thinks Bloomberg is more dangerous. Oh, that's interesting. Trump. And the 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 interesting thing was that he was saying that it was because of Bloomberg is much smarter policy wise. Oh, so he won't uh, get he won't get exposed, sort of. Exactly, yeah. and he uh, he has these views about like taking care of people like the rich will take care of the the, the poor like kind of that thing yeah. exactly trump is just which is not very american i mean we we're very sort of independent yeah. and and you know right i was saying that trump is more dangerous because he's a wild card at least with bloomberg he's mm-hmm. working through policy and there are controls for that but they're both not good. They both think the rules don't really well, yeah. exactly. Apply but to them. Bloomberg's not out here saying like we should shoot people in the legs to stop them from crossing the border. Yeah. So, good point. Yeah, I, I mean, <sighs> that's gonna. I okay. I'm I don't want to. I don't want to imagine a Bloomberg versus <laughs> the, Trump election. That would be ever. really bad. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, if uh, if Bloomberg versus Trump, I'd vote for Bloomberg. Bloomberg. Yeah, I mean, I you know, and you should get Massachusetts people come out to vote in November anyways because state and local elections are going to be lit oh in this God. state. So get also it ready. The questions, the questions, the questions are going to be yeah are going to be strong this year. I just I don't know what they're going to the be. ballot questions, the ballot questions. Yeah. The, those Hopefully, ranked choice important. voting will be among them. If I can, <gasps> I'm hoping so. We're waiting. <laughs> the mist on, is rolling in. We're when, waiting. When on will results, we know? Do you but, think? Uh, hopefully by the end of this month, because oh, the okay. Secretary of State has to certify oh, 110,000 find... signatures that we turned in. Well, you know, he's kind of so. tricky with technicalities. Yeah, well, really that's is. the thing. <laughs> everything, and let me tell you, those signature sheets, every I and T has to be dotted, and everything has to be filled oh, out, because yeah. they'll throw out whole sheets if oh, one, Galvin, one yeah, thing is he's wrong. Just, he's wicked. He's thrown um, out many things. I, that... I'm really sad that he didn't get voted out. I, would, I, was, yeah. I was hoping for a, for a new Secretary of State. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping. I hope he gets. I hope he keeps getting yeah. primaried. Because, um, but what was I? Oh yeah, we since we're coming to the end. If I could just talk about <laughs> oh, British British elections, uh, elections please go. Yeah, because it's next week, right? Yeah, November twelfth will be another British uh, parliamentary election. So December twelfth. Uh, sorry, December twelfth. December twelfth. <laughs> um, so this, you know, basically, and they called for it, right? Because they they weren't going to, but they got sort of yes. By, they, down. This is the difference in the in the British system. You can call election elections happen a minimum of once every five years, but um, you can call an election if you have if par- Parliament can call an election. Um, usually, the prime minister of of whoever's in charge can call an election at any point within there, um, and it's usually done when. Parties are thought to be in a, a position of strength, but that doesn't always pan out. So yeah, Theresa May took a election and it yes, went the wrong way. Exactly. So I and think Boris is going to pick up some uh, control. I think he, it's think? looking like that because Johnson, there's Boris the, Johnson, the the my conservative uh, right son, yeah. and and Brexit the Brexit vote from three years ago the vote for the UK to leave the EU um, is is the looming factor. There's a lot of others though. Um, but the problem is, is that labor has been split internally between pe- between Remain voters, people who want to stay in the UK, who want the UK to stay in the EU, and Leave voters, people who want to who want who want the the Leave the the vote to go through. And the and the and Labor guy, he was a he was a Leaver. 
wasn't he? Corbin was, and he, now he's being really neutral and just like, yeah. Cor- Corbin has almost. like the 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 worst job in British politics, which is trying to basically make these two ends meet. And he comes from an old left kind of Eurosceptic point of view, but they they did not want this. They did not want a Brexit like this. So they've kind of tried to unify around Remain, and he's come out for Remain, like more pro Remain recently. Yeah. But the problem is, is that um, there's not there's still that schism in the party, and that doesn't, and that's harder to paper over. And the Lib Dems, the Liberal Democrats, who are more sort of a kind of socially liberal, uh, economically centrist. Um, they're kind of analogous to Democrats in some ways. Um, Here in this country. They have picked up a lot of votes at both parties' expense because they position themselves as the Remain party. Like, vote for Lib, vote Lib Dem if you want Remain. It's all, they've almost have been run a single-issue campaign on that. Joe Swinson, their leader. And the Tories are um, trying to basically avoid losing their Remain voters because a lot of conservative voters We're wanted remain. to remain. Yeah. Um, but they're also picking up a lot of Brexit, hard Brexit voters. And Boris Johnson as the, I can't, it, 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 it's, it's, it's on the level of Trump being president, the fact that Boris Johnson is prime minister. I mean, he was seen as almost a clownish figure, yeah. even when he was mayor of London. Um and the fact that he is now sort of positioned to possibly be have a ma- parliamentary majority is kind and of he's amazing. Very clear, he said we're getting out by the end of that month, but they went through that, and now right. it's by January. We'll, we'll see. They, they've yeah. been saying this for a while. It's but that's his his thing is like let's just get it done. Like yeah. you know enough of this because we're killing the country, right? He his position is that it's killing well, the right. country to. Just have this drag on like that. And you know I like him, right? Well, and, and he's he's hard not to like. He's a charismatic figure. He's Churchill like, I think. Church. Well, I, I, that I wouldn't go that far, yeah. but um, in my opinion, that's yeah. well, well. Maybe maybe he'll have a chance to prove himself yeah. because the the other problem is that um, Northern Ireland and the Irish question in terms oh. of whether or not they're going to stay in the you know stay attached to the UK customs or and the possi- boy, yeah, boundary. there's going to be a, an EU it's border a there. Scotland, yeah. Nicola Sturgeon and the Scottish National Party SMP, are making yep. noises about leave another referendum, She's which very they may well win this time because yeah. of the if the vote goes through. So keep an eye on that. November twelfth, the election will be going on, and I think that will the results of that are going to have a lot of impact on not just right. British but our trade but our trade and, and our relationship to our, Europe as a whole because UK has traditionally been the interlocutor between the US and the rest of and Europe the and, that's and yeah. the financial systems and right yeah, yeah. they're huge the, um, uh, uh, yeah <laughs> I, I, I have no, nothing to add no <laughs> I got just nothing. this little sidebar and, you know, well and will they take our chlorinated chickens or not that's yeah. a big yeah. debate because right, the trade. US chlorinates their chickens well, and we got a a minute. I know we only have like a minute left, but Stefan, I actually wanted to ask you. There, there was this thing about uh, trade negotiations with Boris Johnson and the NHS. Do you know anything about that? Oh God! So this is the well, oh, the NHS, National of course, System. National Health Service, yeah. which is the the crown jewel of the British public um, sector. Basically, they. I I don't have the details on that, but essentially. He basically they, offered they, it up, and then and then sort of got caught at it. And yeah, mean offered yeah, it up like offered to, like sort of pro, not privatized, but that kind of along those lines. And everybody right. went, "What?" Well, this is the thing. And he the, backed right off. There's from been it. a long debate in the Tory Party about whether they want to move towards privatization or not to, because even a lot of conservative voters like the NHS. It's oh. one of those things. It's like Social Security. Why wouldn't you? you? Know? 
Yeah, well, exactly. You well, know, once they have it, it's a demonstrate. It demonstrates that it works, um, and that was actually um, the re- the Leave campaign f- speciously said we're going to take 350 pounds, million pounds that are going to the back EU and put the, it into the, the EU. Turns out it was complete bollocks, as they yeah. say in the UK. But um, well, if they go out without a deal, it might not be bollocks because. Um, the way the deal was cut was that they had to pay a lot of money to the EU. If there's no deal, they don't have to pay that big payment. Well, maybe, so, but yeah. I think they're over. But if they go out without a deal, it'll be a mess. So yeah, yeah. So we'll have to see what happens. We'll with definitely that. see uh, <laughs> next week. The twelfth yeah. is going to be an interesting day because that's going to be the the British elections, and it's going to be the last day that Democrats have to make the cut for the uh, for the for the, the, the debate. debate. That's going to be the last wow. one. So thanks so much for everybody. Oh, we have a guest. Oh, that's true. Okay. Um, thank you so much for uh, coming on Civil Politics. Coming back. Yeah. Glad to be back. Keep listening, everybody. Yep. Who knows? Um, maybe you'll see me again someday. Oh, excellent. <laughs> uh, so uh, thanks so much. Uh, we have a repeat happening Mondays at 4 p.m. Uh, on Valley Free Radio, WXOJOP 103.3 FM North, out of Northampton. Uh, we also have our podcast going on civilpoliticsradio.com. Uh, so you can uh, listen to our awesome voices at that time, too. And uh, I forgot to say in the beginning, if you want to contact us, easiest way is civilpoliticsradio at valleyfreeradio.org. Uh, So thanks, everybody, and good night. Good night. Civil Politics is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com.